Hey, hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. It's me, John Park, and this is Show and Tell. Uh, so I am guest hosting tonight as PT and Lamar are off doing some other fun stuff. And there's not going to be an Ask an Engineer tonight. So uh, this will be the show for tonight. If you are interested in coming and showing and telling, uh, either check our blog or head over to the Discord. That's at adafru.it slash Discord. Jump into the live broadcast chat channel and you will see a post there with a link. You can come on into our StreamYard and show some stuff. We're going to uh, probably, we just have a few people uh, so far lined up. So we'll we'll probably get out of here fairly quick unless a whole bunch more people pile on. So you're welcome to join in. Uh, we usually try to keep this to a half hour. I think it'll be a lot shorter than that tonight. Uh, and what else? Uh, I thankfully just, I think, cross fingers and I don't curse this, may have improved my internet situation from yesterday where I was having a lot of buffering problems. So uh, if you're over in the chats, please let me know, either in the YouTube chat or in the Discord, if you see or hear any problems. Uh, but otherwise, I am going to bring on our first guest. And here comes Jay. Hey. Hello. How's it going, Jay? Uh, pretty good. I've been working on a thing, as you can see. Yeah. Um, I know a new year, new robot, <laughs> me. Um, so I've been working on making a new version of my Aussie robot, you know, the one from uh, 2021. I haven't built another Aussie all last year. Like, last mm -hmm. year, I was focusing on the facial recognition stuff. So I finally went back this year and decided to uh, redo Aussie. And this is actually Aussie V14, which is still going to be a wearable. I'm still designing it to be a wearable, but I also wanted to be able to walk. So what I ended up oh. doing is um, going through different ideas. I was going to do a whole bunch of, you know, servos, make a hexapod. But that makes it more heavier. And after mm -hmm. last Supercon of wearing my robot all three days, I had a huge bruise on my shoulder. So I have learned from that mistake. <laughs> I will not be doing that again. So I want to be very much lighter. So I ended up using the uh, X Spider design, which I, mm -hmm. I built a long time ago. I built one um that way it can like crawl on its own um i haven't got out to test the crawling motion of it yet but i did get the head done recently and i'm controlling the head right now using my phone because i have it hooked up to the uh, blue fruit system oh that's great yeah so i can do back and forth for right now i'm gonna have some more touch sensors involved using the uh circuit playground mm -hmm. um but right now this is what i have and i kind of like how it is right now i've been trying to make it look really perfect so i've been sanding and shining everything so shiny and polishing it um, I'm planning to do a lot of videos this year and like some like fun, like creator type of teaching content with robots. So I want to make sure my robot sidekick in the videos look good. Camera so ready. Designing it. Yeah. So I'm designing it to be really pretty, really like designed that way when it shows up on camera, people can be like, oh my God, that's so cool. And I'm like, yes, yeah, my sidekick. Um, it probably even talks and stuff. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so far, this is what I've gotten. It's doing pretty good. You know, can't complain. The head rotates all 380 degrees using motors and stuff um buttons are here on the side so i need to turn other things on and off um but for an example because um, i built the first one um, when i was first starting to learn how to make stuff i followed the instructions and made one years ago like this is super super old but this is the oh. design that i'm like uh using for it and the funny thing about this is i tested it this thing still works right <laughs> that's great it still just slowly crawls so on the cute. floor so i'm pretty much making a bigger uh version of this uh, that I can uh -huh. wear on my shoulder, and I'm upgrading it to be an Aussie. So this is Aussie V14, uh -huh. which since 2021, you know, I gotta bring my baby back. And yeah, that's that's pretty much what I've been doing in the last uh, few weeks of just really nice. Yeah, great uh, work. I'm making a few of them actually too. That will be all different control, different ways. That way I can have more 
experimentation and also have other ways I can do some videos because mm -hmm. as I've learned from watching a whole bunch of movies, never build one because your stunt right. robot will always break. There right, will always right. be problems. So build a few. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, really cool. Thanks for bringing that on. I'm uh, I'm impressed. It looks great. And uh, not not just the functionality, but the fact that you sanded it for that long is is really amazing. Uh, it's be so shiny. shiny. <laughs> right? It's reflecting so well right now. I'm loving it. Great, good. Well, we look forward to seeing more. Bring it, bring it back as you uh, add features to it or, and work on it. Of and uh, we'll be we'll be happy to see it. All right, take care. You too. Later. Cool robot. Uh, all right. So next up, uh, we got Noe. Hello. Hello, John. Yeah. So uh, this week, actually, over the weekend. Uh, I wanted to get uh, some pegboards, and IKEA has a really nice uh, pegboard. Uh, let me bring in my screen here. Oh, I've got that. So I got two of these. Um, they're called the Scottish. Scottish? I'm not sure exactly how to say it, but it's IKEA's version of pegboards. And yeah. what I really like about it is that it uses metric system. So the spacing between the holes are like nice and even and mm -hmm. I, I like metric because all my projects I designed them in metric. Uh, so I thought it'd be fun to kind of 3D print a couple of different brackets uh, for my various projects and it's all modular and it's 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 kind of a different way because you can see kind of how these slots are like staggered on the second mm -hmm. row. Uh, so it kind of gives you a little bit more flexibility than like the kind of the standard pegboards. Uh, yeah, so I got this like there are uh, one question I've got I've seen these and I always wonder what's why do they do the sort of slots instead of holes like what what does that change about your because i've never used that kind so i'm i'm curious what what about a pegboard changes in your life when you've got these slots it's funny like i never really used the standard pegboard uh -huh. so i can't really say like oh you this is better together this we can't figure this out <laughs> so yeah who's used both needs to yeah chime in. <laughs> exactly right um but i i feel like it's going to be more modular because you have that ability to kind of shift your your uh, your brackets over yeah um so I, I i i'm assuming that you have just more options more variants in like how you yeah. want to have your bracket set up but what's really cool about it is that on the thingiverse and printables uh, the 3D printing community has just done like every type of adapter, like Lego adapters, mason jar adapters. Um, right. You can think about it like there, there's probably a, an adapter. And uh, before Jay, uh, he actually has one, too, and he was showing uh -huh. how he has his tools laid out. Um, but one thing I wanted to do was uh, because I have two of them, uh, the space in between the middle is like not really usable. Mm -hmm. So I printed out I designed like this kind of modular bracket where I have these two bits and I just have some screws here and then I have the slots here um, that will allow me to kind of hook this on the middle so you put that there bring it down and now I can have one of these uh, these are kind of the standard hooks that okay. IKEA has so now I can put this in the middle and fill the gap oh that's great and I can fill the gap and maybe I got myself a little little pocket operator ah, yes. with the sombrero <laughs> and I can hang it up there so if you ever run out of pegboard space for your product pick of the weeks, maybe check out the the check out the new style. Maybe yeah. that'll be yeah, that'll be the new new way to do it. I like that. It comes in different colors. You could also spray okay. paint it if you like. I mm -hmm. think it's a uh, MDF, right? Like mm -hmm. the high density particle board. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I guess you could cut it, but you could also three D print one if you want to. If you have a big enough bed, you could probably mm -hmm. just print 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 a little one. Um, but yeah, definitely check out. Um, if you're into IKEA stuff, 
check out their pegboards. They're pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, you can 3D print all sorts of different adapters and things. So uh, that's what I'm kind of playing with over the weekend. Really cool. Uh, I wonder if you could backlight the whole thing, too, with like some Ooh, big NeoPixels. So you can just yeah, there's the space. yeah, there's definitely enough space. Yeah, there's definitely enough space. Totally, yeah. And it comes with these little uh, twisty bits that have like these little offset. So yeah, yeah. there's definitely enough room in the back there to, to light yeah. it up. Cool. Really cool. That's, uh, yeah, I dig yeah. your setup. Thanks for sharing that. And uh, are you sharing that design for your gap filler up, up on the... Uh... Um, I should. I haven't yeah. yet. Well, people will see I... that and they'll be like, wait a second. Yeah, right. Cool. Yeah. yeah, I'll definitely share that then. Nicely done. Really neat. I love it. Cool. Thanks. Thanks all right. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. Board Envy. Uh, next up, we've got Liz. Hello. Hey, Liz and hey. a lot of stuff. So many servos. Uh, so I've started prototyping a new project. Uh, it's going to be, let me switch up my camera a little bit. Uh, it's going to be a lyre, which is like kind of a mini harp. Um, and basically, I'm going to use some servos to pluck the strings uh but before i get there you know you gotta do some quick prototyping with the code so right now i have code that is responding to midi note on messages and it has the the midi notes coming in and then the servos are just being sent to a random angle so when i press the keys yeah. they're just all going nuts <laughs> that's great but they're pretty snappy so i think um, it's going to be good for playing the harp. Um, so that, that was like the one thing I was worried about was that maybe it wouldn't be as snappy. But um, until then, there's like a new genre of glitch music you can do with this. Yeah, for sure. I wonder uh, if you can send um, different speeds to them if you yeah. want to just use it as a musical instrument. Like I was wondering like... Yeah, I'm thinking maybe like a, a side, like maybe piece of code I'll include would be like, if you just want to control some servos, like yeah. maybe like the length of time you hold down the note would affect the angle. And So it seems like, like for for your lyre, the, um, mm. I've never looked at what yes. people use for plucking. Um, yeah. Like, it, it, have you looked into or designed something or tried out like how, um, how does a servo interface with the string? So I yesterday was doing some very basic testing where I was I was finding like a nice kind of sharp angle. Um, and it was like I was finding like 65 to 95 degrees was like hitting it nicely. And I was holding up to the string and like that was like plucking mm -hmm. nicely. And so I think I'm going to be have to the 3D print like a longer horn okay. to um, pluck it. But it was getting it at a nice angle. And so then I think the the hardest thing will be like figuring out like how to mount it over the strings. I think I will mm -hmm. end up doing like kind of a tabletop mm -hmm. thing and having them go across that way. I think that'll yeah. be just easiest. Um, and then kind yeah. of go from there. Have you looked at the um, T slot aluminum that we have? Yes. Like, you've have you, yeah. I, maybe you've used that in some of your some of your projects. The but... robot xylophone actually. Yeah. Uses T -slot. Okay. I thought. Um, okay. Yeah. That rung a bell. So yeah, that, that's definitely way. something I haven't ruled out. Or acrylic could also be an option, mm -hmm. maybe. Um, so something like that. Um, always tricky when you have a lot of things you have to mount in a very specific yes. way. Yes. Yeah. You, um. you've, you've got a lot of very finicky, precise. Um, and, yeah. and when you pluck, will you pluck in one direction? And then when you 
pluck the next time on that same note, would it come swinging back this way? Yes, yeah. So there's going to be logic in the code to handle that. Return. So, um, ah, cool. Yeah. So, yeah. So really um, neat. Thanks. So early stages right now, but um, mm -hmm. I'm excited about it. Um, cause I've done like some a couple of percussive robot instruments with MIDI, but I've never done string. So yeah. this is kind of the the next step. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. What a cool challenge. Thank you. Um, yeah. And I suppose you could you could. Uh, move some of that thinking over to one of your guitars or another stringed instrument with uh, yes yeah with um, strings. <laughs> there have been a, a couple folks that have done some really cool guitar robotics mm -hmm. um uh, i know uh, i think it's steven tripanowski he he did like a whole like metal uh band with it so that was that was really cool to see so oh that's great yeah cool yeah. project can you play your your squiddy little servos for us one more time yes of course um It's such a living thing. Yeah, I know, yeah. Again, may have gone a little too far. But cool yeah. way to puppeteer. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and uh, what are you driving that with? That's what, oh, what yeah. is that? So that's the PCA uh, 9685. Um, and it communicates over I2C. It's not stemified, but I actually just soldered um, a stem cable to mm -hmm. it so I could plug it into the RP2040 and then takes external power. So I've got a 5 volt 10 amp. The big power supply just to be mm -hmm. on the safe side so i don't have to worry about it um just in there so yeah and then there's header pins you can just plug the servos directly onto it which is nice so yeah and you probably have like a lot of polyphony where you can have a bunch of servos going at the same time so it could draw yeah. a decent bit of current right it could yeah like i can yeah the yeah 16 all at once could be a lot. you have 16 string polyphony <laughs> that's really impressive yeah <laughs> Yeah. Cool. A really cool project. Thanks for sharing that. We're so looking forward to seeing uh, how, how this uh, progresses as you're building it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Have a good night. Thanks. All right. And next up, we have America's sweetheart, Todd Kurt. Hey, Todd. <laughs> America's sweetheart. <laughs> My sweetheart. Right. I love Todd. So, the best. How's it going, Todd? So Hey, pretty good. So one of the things that uh, we all love the micro, the macro pad um, from Adafruit that I'm sure you've all seen, um, but this is something I've been working on. It's a um, turns your macro pad into a standalone MIDI synth. Um, in this case, it's running Circuit Python and, and a little drum machine, where the where the the macro pad itself is actually is actually playing out the samples of the drums. And so it's got a little sequencer built in. You can change. Oops. Oh, sorry, this is backwards. Change down backwards. track. Yep. There we go. <laughs> nice. But uh, so yeah, totally standalone. This is being driven off of a little, you know, battery pack. Um, this is what the board looks like. Oh yeah, so, so it's like, how does this work? Well, it turns yeah. out there is a little board that is now living off of the Stem QT connector. Normally, uh -huh. Stem QT is for I squared C devices. I'm sort of abusing it for doing audio out and MIDI in. And um, and so this is what the board looks like. This is the back of the board. It has a little space theme um, in front of the board. And the cool thing is I got a bunch made. Ooh, and these will be in, finally, I'm going to have a Tindy store. And so this will <laughs> be up on Tindy. <laughs> oh, that's great news. Really cool. 
So yeah, so that's the uh, that's the that's the news uh, so far. I'll sh I should have some other things up in that Tindy store as well. Some of the other little MIDI synthy things that I've done over the years. So. Oh great, that's that's excellent. I look forward to get one of those. Uh, so to 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 back up a second, the macro pad. Um, normally we do stuff like send key presses to a computer or yeah. MIDI messages to a synthesizer, but what you've done is made a uh, onboard audio interface and MIDI interface, and you're actually doing the sample playback or synthesis right on the macro pad? Exactly, yeah. I've got some Arduino sketches that does audio synthesis as well, so this becomes a little synthesizer where the keys like adjust synth parameters and stuff. And uh, uh -huh. one of the other sketches I have um, in CircuitPython sort of lets you remix a song in, in live by using the, the keys as sort of like, like faders, basically. Oh, nice. And, um, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, so, so this is all up on GitHub right now. If you want to play with it right now, you can, you can have it play through the little speaker that's built into the macro pad, um, <laughs> but you can't do normal MIDI in. You can only do USB MIDI in, but now you can do USB MIDI in via one of these things. You know, this is a standard TRS MIDI uh, cable that you see. So this would plug in just like this, and now you've got MIDI and standalone audio out. Oh. Oh, so someone can sounds. grab a classic MIDI keyboard and use that to play the sample player on there. Exactly. And the exactly. <laughs> and you're so you've got uh, on the the board. If you can show that again, that you've uh, mm -hmm. that you've built that you're going to be selling. That has your mini jacks that can be used for audio and MIDI, yep. uh, and then uh, I guess a. Is it a optical isolator for the? Yeah, exactly. It's a standard op uh, optical isolator for MIDI input, and then um, the uh, Raspberry Pi Pico uh, official PWM filter circuit um, for the audio output. Great. Okay. Yeah. So someone had asked in the in the chat about what was on there. So you're getting a nicer, cleaner headphone out using uh, resistors and uh, capacitors, and then that chip. It's, it's not headphone. It's, it's not headphone out exactly. It's line out. But, line um, out. Okay. Sorry. But uh, but yeah, it's um, it's pretty good. I mean, it's it's recommended by our, by Raspberry Pi Foundation, which you know for mm -hmm. for PWM audio is kind of like eh compared to stuff you get from a proper DAC, but right. uh, but it's good enough for the sort of eight bit uh, mm -hmm. you know Super Nintendo style sounds that most people want to make nowadays. Heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Is there some other type of sound that exists? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> really cool. Thanks, Todd. And if people want to find that uh, or stalk your Tinder before Tindy, not Tinder, your Watch it. <laughs> your Tindy before that's released even, uh, what's the, uh, what are they looking for? Uh, it's called Macropad Synth Plug, and mm -hmm. I'll put a link to the GitHub for it. Um, it's all right. fully open source hardware. Uh, but I'll put a link to the GitHub in the chat once I'm off of this. Awesome. Great. All right. Well, play us out because that is it for uh, for the show. And thanks, everyone, for stopping by. Uh, thanks to uh, everyone who came on to show projects. Thanks for hanging out in our chats. Uh, we'll all be around for a little bit longer to answer questions. Uh, I saw some people talking up their uh, love of the IKEA pegboard and, and reasons for the slots that sound good. So I'm going to check out all that info. Uh, thanks, everyone. There will not be an Ask an Engineer tonight. Uh, so come on by tomorrow. I'll be doing workshop show. Uh, and I think we'll have a deep dive with Tim on Friday and more. So uh, head on over to all the Adafruit channels to see all the good Adafruitness. Uh, 
Thanks, Todd. And thanks, everyone. Creative Industries. I'm John Park. I will see you next time. Bye-bye.